Dave, I need help fast. I get phone calls every week for commercial service. I got to turn away. My guys are motivated. I just don't have the time to get them all trained. You know, I can help with that, right? I'll even come to you. Well, you'll come to me? Yeah, I have courses covering everything from sexual to rolling fire doors. I can even help get your tech IBEA certified. We also offer business training one-on-one or in a group setting. That's great, Dave. What's the best way to get in touch to set this up? You can reach us at mountonsitetraining at gmail.com, 410-984-0256 by phone, or website www.mountonsitetraining.com. Well, thanks, Dave. Good morning and welcome back to Monday Morning Mindset with me, your host, Greg Giaquinto. This is your weekly reminder to take a deep breath. I feel great. I'm ready for Monday. I'm ready for this week. hope you are too. You guys have heard me mention before manifestation. Whether you believe in it or not, I don't know. I do. I think your thoughts become things, and some things are just coincidence, but kind of cool. The last three weeks, at least twice a week, I've been thinking of this guy, Todd, who we do business with, who used to use us a bunch. He flips houses. Um, He's about 40 minutes, 45 minutes away from us without traffic, which is outside of what we normally do. We stick within like a half hour radius of our, you know, our shop. That works for us. We're a pretty highly populated area. But he hasn't called me in a while. And the last job we did for him, um, with the price increases and then availability, the operators we did for him were a little more expensive than what we would normally do. And Todd's a pretty cool dude. Very easygoing. I didn't clear it with him. He said he needed something done. I told him we'd do it. We got it done. I sent him the bill. He paid it. That was a few months ago, maybe more, maybe like six, eight months ago. Now, Todd is good for like every other month, giving us a call. Hey, and it's always, he's always got weird. The area that he's in, the houses are always set up weird. They're like eight by six threes with four inches of headroom, like weird stuff. One place had like a boulder inside the basement because the whole area is on like a rock ledge and some of these houses, they didn't blast the whole site and so there's literally like earth like rock in the basement that this house is built around kind of different kind of cool but always funky setup and he's really good about hey todd uh i need an inside picture floor to ceiling and the opening size he's really great with it and i trust him enough and he's using doors that are you know can be configured with stock panels and I'm willing to show up with some stuff on the truck. And if the measurements are not right, it was worth us not having to make two trips because now, now maybe it's resulted in a second trip. Fine. But we don't have to go out and measure every time. It's usually pretty good. We can usually make it work. No problem. Well, Todd hasn't called us in a while. And I was kind of worried that, you know, we kind of broke that relationship with the last job that we did. You know, I'm stuck here wondering, like, ah, does Todd still use us? Does he not like us anymore? And I've been meaning to call him for like three weeks. Well, out of the blue, he sends me a text message. 
Hey man, we've been really lucky with houses the last few months, haven't needed any garage doors. I need two openers and two houses in Glastonbury. Uh, we're ready now, when can you do them? Ha, Todd, <laughs> you do still like us, right? It was kind of cool. Um, you know, probably more coincidence than anything, but I do truly believe in manifestation. I do believe that our thoughts become things. And that leads me into this next thing. Um, Four-ish years ago, around the time that I really started doing this full-time, uh, my father and I went out to look at a job for a municipality that we do work for. We do a lot more work for them now. And they had a um, waste processing plant. And so their operator was NEMA 7. If you don't know what NEMA 7 is, it's uh, explosion-proof. Okay, It's intrinsically safe. All of the high voltage stuff, anything that could cause a spark is inside like a, I think it's a cast iron box. It makes the operator like 200 pounds. Um, and because of the gases that can be produced by this process. So we go out there. Now this is just four years ago, right? This is only four years ago. Grand scheme of things, that's not that long ago. A lot of things happen in four years. So we go out there. My father says, oh, NEMA 7, yeah, I don't know. Uh, oh, it's on a rolling steel, yeah, I don't know. We don't touch this, we don't know anything about it, don't want anything to do with it. That customer then, fortunately, is still our customer now. But at the time, we didn't have the knowledge, the capacity, the understanding, the desire to want to do these different things. We were stuck doing two and twos, breaking our backs every day for minimal money because we didn't value our service. We didn't know what we could ask for for our service, right? What we could charge. We were just making money to make money, to get from one job to the next, right? And it was stressful for me um, because I wasn't building time into my day to, to make follow-up phone calls to handle um, callbacks, you know, they have, sometimes they do happen, warranty stuff, you have a problem with a, a product or whatnot, um, you know, time to properly do bookkeeping and, and learn things and do new things. I wasn't building that into my day. But so we go out there and we look at this operator and I wasn't charging enough money to be able to afford us the time to learn a little bit about these different things. And so four years ago, we say, you know what? Don't want it. Don't want to touch it. Don't know anything about it. Give it to somebody else. So we refer it away. Uh, now here we are four years later, nothing ever even got done. I think they made like a Band-Aid repair or a couple Band-Aid repairs and got them by. Uh, it's been unreliable since then. It wasn't working 100% of the time the way that it was supposed to. And now it's to the point where... It's toast. It's done. And here we are four years later. Um, we've got some technicians working for us. One of them is, is Jim. And in the time that Jim has worked for us, and this is 100% his effort and his um, desire to improve, is, you know, came on not knowing about this stuff either. But now, because he's been given the opportunity to train and spend time, because let's be honest, if we go to a two-hour job, it's supposed to be a two-hour job, but we've never done it before, we need to build an extra time. So 
I've tried to be good about giving Jim four to six hours for a two hour job, tech support, troubleshooting, trying, trying again, whatever. And then you charge somewhere in the middle, right? Um, you know, you charge two, three, four hours. So you did spend six hours there. There's a cost with learning, right? Regardless, Jim's put the work in, Jim's put the time in. He wanted to learn this stuff. And here we are four years later. Not only do we welcome different jobs, not just NEMA 7, but uh, swing doors, uh, sliding doors, um, commercial, industrial. The more technical it is, the better. Give it to us. We've got a team. Somehow, somehow, I've been able to convince people enough to believe in me, and I believe enough in them more than they believe in myself, right? This is a, a cycle, okay? So this is something that was given to me. I've had people in recent years in my life look to me and also believe in me more than I believe in myself, and I'm paying that back and paying it forward. And so we're all a lot more capable of what we actually think we are. And so given the opportunity and support and belief, we've got this amazing team of people where we can do a site check, gather intel, get information, do the research uh, on the office side, figure out what needs to go in there. And so the technician needs to identify, investigate, right? Or identify, collect data, and then give their their professional technical input. And then on the office side, we take this information, we take this data, we do some research, figure out what's in there, what's supposed to be in there. We get people up to current standards. We get people um, the products that they should have, need to have, identify... Um, you know, things that were wrong, identify things that could be better, offer them a solution, right? Get the yes. And then the technician technician goes out and here's where it comes back full circle. Now the technician goes back out and installs the new product. And we make sure that we have our scissor lift. You know, we buy tools when tools are needed. We're constantly updating our arsenal, making sure we have the right stuff. And in doing this, we're able to do so much more than a lot of garage door companies. What we're doing with two trucks is pretty incredible. Um, like, I can't say enough how proud I am of this team of people that's come together. And we're desperately wanting to build more. I'd love a salesperson and another tech to train. But it's happening so slow because we do have high standards for ourselves. And not everybody is going to fit the mold, right? That's where it comes back to company culture. Not the first time you've heard me say that. But this whole process has been pretty incredible for me to learn and go, go through. And so what I would encourage you this week is to really take a step back and look at the progress you've made in the last year, two years, three years, four years, whatever it is. However long, whenever you're... I feel like a, a lot of us in the position, if you're listening to this, you probably had some sort of awakening at some point 
or you're looking for um, some way to grow and find that next level, that next step. So look back to where your journey started and take a minute to evaluate and recognize, acknowledge the growth that you've had from then to now. How far you've come. We don't do that enough. We need to do that more. It's always next goal, next goal, next goal. What can we do next? But in the last four years, we've gone from a company that shied away from, referred away, was afraid to do, or didn't have time to do, to a company that's like, well, hey, let's do well, let's improve our sales game enough that we can work less and train more and do new cool things. Like, that's where we're at. That's freaking awesome. How, how, what better, what better environment could you want or ask for? So I encourage you to go back and look at your growth, your success, your quote-unquote failures, right? Fell forward. Um, if you're not failing, you're not trying hard enough. So look back at your growth. Look where you're at now. Think about where you're going, where you want to be. Take pride in yourself. Uh, believe in yourself. And the one of the biggest steps to believing in yourself is taking that leap of faith. <clears throat> Go ahead and fail a few times. Don't stop. Keep at it. Try again. You will get it. I promise you will get it. You will get anything that you work hard enough to do. You will become a company that's capable of doing industrial installations and service. You will become a company that's capable of... Um, you know, doing your own overlays and high-end custom doors. You will become a company that is the top-rated service company in your state. You will go on to have five locations. You will be in three states. You will get that second truck on the road. We will succeed. Right? I believe you can do it. If you're listening to this, you, you have enough wherewithal enough desire to do better if you can listen to me drone on for 10-15 minutes you can do anything okay let's be honest i feel like i'm getting better at these i hope i am i'm trying but i believe that you can do it i believe that we will all be successful all you got to do is keep working i appreciate you happy monday enjoy this amazing week this opportunity that we have to be successful and do better. I will see you back here next time.